The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce, and this is the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today, I'm joined by real estate broker, Ashley Kane Silver. Ashley, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. No, it's our pleasure. So originally from Chicagoland area, Glencoe, right, mm-hmm. specifically, um, not you didn't start off in real estate. Your, your career didn't, right? It, originally in, in, in education. Correct. Help. I went to college and grad school to be a teacher, mostly because I really had no, no idea what else to do. And you go to a liberal arts school after, you know, going to Nutria for four years. That's what you end up doing. So... When I got to grad school, I realized that, you know, education really wasn't for me being in the classroom. Really? Yeah. <laughs> After grad school. After grad school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure my dad's really happy about that. Um, so when I was in grad school in, in Denver, I did a lot of like nonprofit work working for policy educational organizations. So keeping in the education realm, but more of the policy and political stuff. And then when I moved back to Chicago, I got more into the policy world and working for political campaigns and doing a lot of consulting work and that. What drew you to that? Or what, like, such a, it I, seems like so different than... You know, I applied for a job on Craigslist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a true story. And I worked for a guy named Dan Proft. He uh, now is his own. He has his own radio show. Um, but cool. he is, uh, yeah, he basically kept me in the business for about five years. And it was more that I really liked networking with people, liked being in that world that there was always something new going on. Um, campaigning wasn't amazing, but it was, you know, it was it, it was work. But I, I really enjoyed it. I got out of the education business when they first started into the campaign world. It was not really, a, you know, education centered. I tried to keep a little bit when I was working on campaigns, doing some educational policy, but it didn't always work out that way. And then when I moved to the suburbs after having my two kids, you know, my career life and politics really just didn't didn't work. Didn't mesh well. It didn't mesh well. It was a lot of going around, a lot of, you know, late nights because that's campaigning. You know, a lot of the stuff goes on after work, business hour things and happy hours and networking events and things like that. It just, with two young kids under the age of two, it just didn't work out. So I had to find myself a new career. And my father actually suggested, why don't you go into real estate? And I had never thought about it. And it actually turned out to be the best job I've ever had. <laughs> Most <Right>. days. <laughs> right. Uh, you Most found days. out. We found out eventually. Yeah. And it seems like there's a lot of similarities between kind of what you describe in terms of like the campaigning and just the people part of it, right? Correct. Yeah. And I love people, again, most days. And, you know, just meeting new people, putting myself out there. I think what what really drew me to politics was I actually felt very comfortable being in front of people I didn't know and just having those conversations really put made me put myself out there. And the real estate world, it's like that too. You meet clients all the time, either in an open house back when we were allowed to have them during before COVID. And then now it's, you know, people randomly contact you and say, hey, I want to work with you. Or you get set up by a lender or uh, a lawyer or whatever it is, or you just get clients. You have to put yourself out there because otherwise 
they're going to go choose somebody else that is working for them harder. For sure. Yeah. No, and, and I guess in terms of that, when, you know, those, those, those there's parallels of going out and campaigning and, and understanding relationships more than anything else. It seems like you're kind of drawn to that, right? Definitely. How, how did you take from that experience to then go into real estate? Just, I mean, obviously brand new. You don't have really anyone to, to guide you down that. It's just your dad saying... Hey, you want to try, <laughs> try real? And he wasn't even go. real estate, right? No, so. he's not. He's definitely not anywhere close to it. Um, it's again about building relationships. I I love that. Like I love my friends. I'm a very empathetic person, just like my seven year old daughter. She, you know, like I really enjoy meeting these new people and getting to know them. Yeah. I just actually talked to first time home buyers last night. They were we went to go do a second showing at a house, and they realized after that second showing that this house wasn't for them. And I could tell a little bit. And as we get more into this business and get to know our clients, you realize what house is for them. And you also feel it with them. So I told them, I was like, I didn't really feel it with you guys. I thought that there were a few things that were great, but it didn't match everything. And I said, but I wasn't the one going to tell you that until you told me how you felt. So when they told me that that house wasn't for them, I was like, I agree with you. I would have been the first one to tell you that, but I, you guys are first time home buyers. We've seen two houses, you know, let's go see a few more and then you're going to feel it, but it's good for you to go on and see them. And as we continue our relationship, because it is a relationship in my business, I am able to help them through it because this is what he wants. This is what she wants. And then we kind of mesh it, mesh it together. But I listen, I pay attention. I read cues. I am so much better at reading other people and helping other people through this process than I ever was. And I just recently bought myself a house too. So <laughs> well, congratulations was, on that. Thank you. <laughs> but but you're saying you know you're empathetic. Like is that something that as you I don't want to say compare yourself because I would never want anyone to compare themselves to anyone else. But you know in that as you're trying to figure out who you are and kind of your approach, your style, your personal brand uh, as a realtor. Or did you kind of go into this with a preconceived notion of what that is? So being empathetic, kind of leaning into that a little bit, or was it something that you had to learn and actively uh, uh, create this brand or this uh, this persona that shows up for your clients? No, I, it's who I am for sure. I really, I didn't even know that that's exactly who I was. I just knew that once I started more into this business, I got more clients. My clients have all come back to me. I've had a few clients that are on their second homes. I have people that have been in my life for a long time. My One of my most recent clients is my brother's old girlfriend's mother. <laughs> and this family means a lot to me. And now working with them in this business relationship, I love it because we might not have been, you know, family, but I feel like that they are. And that's how I feel too. All my clients are my friends afterwards. One of them is one of my very good friends that, you know, her husband vetted me on Facebook and I beat out another agent to be their agent. And she's like one of my very good friends and our daughters are very good friends. And so I, I take those relationships not just through the home buying process and afterwards and, hey, you know, give me a referral if you have other friends looking. No, our relationship goes above and beyond. Like, I call them, I text, my, I text all of these people, I try to get together with them as much as possible. And so it's, it's just who I am. I, I hope that I haven't had to work too hard at it, but... <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously you've been doing it for a few years. I mean, meeting anybody uh, that far along in the journey, it's easy to assume certain things, right? But I'm sure that it wasn't always just super easy from the time that that um, that you started, right? What, was, what were right. some of those challenges that you had to overcome uh, being new to the industry? Um, getting business. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of these agents on the North Shore have been doing this for 15 plus years. I'm on my third year. And I'm beyond lucky to have been done, done what I've been doing. Yeah. And I attribute to that to, I'm hoping to me, just being who I am as a person and being true to myself. Because if I'm not, then my clients see it. So yeah. it's important for me to follow through, to be, if if I feel like a relationship is not working, because there are some times where you meet clients and you started, you started, and then you're like, you know what, this is not working. I would really like to give you to somebody else. I would hope that other agents do that too. But and you're saying you've had to do that? No, I haven't okay. really had to do that. But I have talked to people in the past that haven't really meshed well, and then you think about it, and they go and choose somebody else. That's been one of my hardest things. Been like, why do I not get this business? Why did they not choose me? I mean. Then my boyfriend likes to talk me down, so that's good. And then <laughs> talk, you off a ledge talk a me bit. off a ledge, and he's like, "It wasn't." And but then you think about it, and you realize that they it'd be probably better off with somebody else. Yeah. It, the relationship wouldn't have meshed. Your personalities just didn't work. Not you're never going to have everybody as your clients, but the fact that I have repeat clients and that I keep these people in my life because they mean a lot to me. That's that's what I like, and I hope with future business people realize that. You know, that's who I am truly as a person and also as a real estate agent. I'm not one or the other. I'm the same person no matter if I'm doing a transaction for you or if I'm your friend. You're genuine. I'm genuine. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And that's important. I mean, especially when it's such a big deal, right, that like you said, it, it, why didn't they pick me? But then oftentimes you're like, it, it would have not meshed well, then we would have made for two unhappy people, two unhappy parties, right? And right, right. Now, in terms of the culture that I guess, you know, you understand yourself and kind of the way you are, when you ventured out and started to look for brokerages to to work with, you know, what were you looking for? What did you uh, find when, when you settled on Compass, right, which is where you're at Correct. now? Well, with Compass, <laughs> my mentor, Glow Matlin, who works for Compass and Glencoe as well. She didn't really give me a choice, but I th <laughs> I think that it was it was the right place to be. I started off at Coal Banker. Coal Banker didn't really give me what I needed in terms of mostly for marketing. It was uh, slower. It wasn't really a my generation type marketing plan. I didn't really have somebody assigned to me to help me. And that is one of my weakest points. And I'm fully aware of that. So, you know, Compass is very good at that. We have assigned groups for marketing and that helps us a lot. And that helps me because I can focus on other things while they help me with my marketing. Um, that's really why I'm staying at Compass. I mean, I love the culture. Too. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful group to be at. And I love our national brand. It is amazing. We've built a really good business throughout the entire world, basically, because people ask for compass agents in Rome or London or whatever. Wow. It's great. And I really like that. And, you know, I have friends. I have a good friend in Connecticut that's a compass agent. I have friends in D.C., you know, and then you start to build your business. I have somebody in Denver that I've given referrals to and that she's given to me, too. And so, you know, you just build it. And I love that because 
we feel like we're a community and we're not just a one-off company. For sure, for yeah. sure. Now, obviously, if you're saying marketing wasn't your strongest suit in that regard, um, you know, what are the things that as as you evolve in, in the industry, right? And, and for other people listening, you know, uh, who are thinking about it or are in the industry that you, how do you educate yourself? How do you grow, right? What, what are you gravitating towards to kind of fill those knowledge gaps of, you know, find if it's marketing on here and I have the support, but also real estate knowledge and just other, other things that are so important to being a well-rounded agent. Where, where do you find that, um, you know, you're focusing on kind of right now in that journey to, to become more of that? Um, you know, in terms of marketing, I'm just trying to put myself out there a little bit more and do more grassroots type marketing. I really love going and dropping off bags at people's houses, like especially people that have kids. You know, like I'll put some stuff in a bag and I did some uh, drops um, earlier in the spring with some uh, little, you know, gardening things and give it give it to bags i don't know all these families so i kind of just do it and i feel i hope that they don't think it's weird <laughs> but i feel like nobody else really does that um one of the agents that uh you know in the north shore that uh, was a is a good friend of mine and she's been in this business for 30 years is exactly how she started too and her and i've had long talks and she's like that too and i feel like that grassroots it helps you help set you apart from other people. Anybody can be in a magazine. Anybody can pay their way into, you know, North Shore Weekend or Sheridan Road or any of the, you know, newspapers or whatever it is. It's not hard to do that. I also like being client focused. So that is my biggest thing is I don't like to promote myself. It's not really about me. I like to help people find their next house or where they're going to go in the first place. And, you know, first time home buyers, where are you going to be? So just giving them an opportunity to get to know me a little bit, but also focusing on them is important to me. So I kind of try to do my marketing around that, but I also have Compass helping me, you know, tailor my ideas a little bit and figure out what I'm doing. And is this beneficial to my business? Is it not? Is it worth this money? Is it not worth this money? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and you mentioned before, like having moved to the suburbs after you had kids. Yes. So you were in the city, I'm assuming. Yes. What's the biggest difference you noticed between, I guess, just transacting in real estate in the city versus the suburbs, the way you market yourself, you know, relationships, all those things? The city is so much different um, than the suburbs. And even with agent wise, they're so different. It's in the city. They're a lot faster moving, which I've love really oh my god yes and interesting um you know i i i've worked with some good agents in the city this last year so that's been really nice um i love it i love city work i wish i had more city work um i have no problem coming to the city and doing any kind of you know transaction down here which is wonderful um but in terms of like difference of me no it's the same thing it's just like you know I had a friend from high school reach out to me him and his wife and I just helped them put in a single family home in Lincoln Park and at first she's like well you know I wanted to reach out to you but if you don't do city work I totally understand you have somebody else and I'm like no oh my god I would absolutely love to help you and it doesn't take it takes what 30 minutes out of my day to drive to the city not a big deal now that's a personal relationship right so people Mm -hmm. are looking for you because they know you're a realtor and Mm -hmm. you know like that's kind of where they draw the line is I know this person and you know do you do this great help me what about when when it comes to just 
being based out of the suburbs, right? Does that pretty much dictate the fact that you're going to be doing real estate in the suburbs and not really get called on for the city? Well, I try to market myself as like the anywhere agent. I try to say as long as I don't mean like anywhere. I mean like <laughs> let's do a our vicinity around Glencoe. Sure, sure. Um, you know, it's it's otherwise it's kind of hard to go and learn all these new markets. Like I would never drive to Rockford, you know. Right, right, but right, right. I I have no problem and people think that oh, you're in Glencoe so you don't know the city or you're in Glencoe and you don't know Mundelein or Grays Lake. Yeah, I do because those markets are super easy to learn. All I have to do is just look it up and I've been in the business long enough and have hopefully the smarts enough to know the difference between comps in the city and w- what they go for versus what happens in Mundelein and Vernon Hills. You know, it's it's just very different everywhere, but I'm if you learn it, it's easy for you to talk to any client no matter where they are. Are you trying to be specialized in any one thing so that you're thought of in a certain way or is it just hey, like you said an hour around no. kind of Glencoe? Yeah. I I don't I don't need to be specialized in a certain area. Glencoe is my market. I know Glencoe the best because I live there and I pay attention to the market 100% of what's going on in Glencoe like I can run comps off the top of my head for Glencoe. But if we go even to Northbrook, I will have to go and look in my system and just do it based on that just because I don't know those completely off the top of my head. The city, I, again, the same thing. Unless I'm focusing on one area, then yeah, I'm going to remember everything. I'm going to know what just sold, what's under contract, things like that. But Glencoe is my market, and I don't want to say I'm specialized in it because, you know, just because I live there. But right, right. I I love going anywhere. It's, it's good for me to learn all this because I don't need to just sell million-dollar homes. That's not my goal. Is that nice? Of course it is. <laughs> but, you know, clients that are buying anywhere and they want my help, I'm happy to help you. That's awesome. Yeah. And in terms of teams, talking a little bit about, you know, what was your decision for, for not being a part of one or just kind of the rationale behind, I guess, teams in general? Because you're starting to see that a lot more yeah. uh, in, in real estate where I don't think you really saw that as much before, no. right? Right. And Compass actually loves teams. Oh, really? And I, I appreciate that very much. I think that teams, if they're done correctly, they do push the business and you have a bigger reach and you have more people that help you. I just... I. You know, I, I don't mind working with other people, but I'd also like to be my own boss in my <laughs> own business, and I very much like that. It's very easy for me to dictate my own schedule. I do have two kids, and, you know, being around for them and being able to make my schedule around them without somebody telling me when I should be working sure. is super important to me. Whether or not I will build my own team, I don't know. <laughs> Still weighing maybe, the pros and cons of that? Maybe, weighing the pros and cons of that. You know, I haven't really, I've only talked about it a little bit, but, you know, we'll go from there on that and we'll see what 2022 or 2023 holds. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of 2022 and 2023, like, what? I guess, what is the dream? What is? What are some of those, uh, those goals that you've set for yourself uh, in real estate? Just to continue. I, I, you know, I hate not being busy and we all have our ups and downs and it's part of our business. You know, we go, we go month or two on end, you know, the end of June to the beginning of August, everybody, all of us are like, where's the business? What's going on? And it's only been a few years for me. So I'm starting to understand when those ebb and flows are. So I don't get so frustrated or upset that nobody's calling or what's going, why am I slow? 
it's everybody. But I'm thankful when the business does come. I'm super busy right now. I'm thankful for that. So what the future holds, I just continue in my business. I mean, I don't give up. It's not who I am. But I also know that if I'm not working hard enough, I get down on myself. So you know, that's where the marketing comes in. Like, what am I doing next? What should I be doing? How am I going to get more business without just promoting myself, but also talking to the clients of how can I help you? What can I do for you? Not what can you do for me in my business? For sure. For sure. No, I love that. And, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting just to hear you passionate about what you're doing. And as you're figuring things out and you're like, well, you know, I'm not sure about this, but I'm open to this. And, you know, I love these ideas. I'm just trying to weigh the pros and cons of things, right? So yeah, for that, sure. That's awesome. And, you know, if you're out there listening and, and you think you'd benefit from talking to Ashley, whether about real estate or anything else, but just want to connect, I would just encourage chat. you. Yeah, just chat, right? <laughs> just <laughs> um, I'd encourage you to reach out to her. There's a form below that, that you can fill out and she'll get directly. But, you know, Ashley, just thank you for coming in. And, thank and, you. And, I really appreciate this. This is a great opportunity. And I would have, like I said to you earlier today, I would have never thought about something like this as a real estate agent and you know again i don't put myself out there all that much when it comes to like you know marketing myself so i do appreciate you reaching out to me and having me on thank you thank you i appreciate you very much